This is episode 63 of season three of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, Sue and I will be sharing our latest 5K race recaps. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sue, and this is Season 3 of Runner Girls, three women brought together by a love of running who are training through in a 5K in 30 minutes or less, and we will get there. <laughs> uh, I know I've been working on it, Katie's been working on it, I'm sure Megan has plans to run a 5K some point again. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> but right now, you have more important things going on. How is the end of school moving transition going? Um, end of school is going great. There are 19 teaching days left. Nice. I'm super excited about that. There are 34 total days until I move. <laughs> You're big on counting days. Yeah, I, it's the way I am. Necessary. <laughs> yes, it keeps me like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is, I only have 34 days to get my life figured out. Okay. But, um, no, it's good. I just applied for a house in North Carolina to rent. Nice. I had to fill out the application and everything and pay the fee and all. And it's a nice little house. For only five seventy five a month, wow! Which makes me really happy. Wow, that's less than our apartment. Three bedrooms, one and a half bathrooms, twelve hundred square feet. I want to move to there. That's insane. Congrats! Yeah. <laughs> if we get it, you know that's right. the other thing is I can apply all I want, but if they, um, yeah, the only thing I'm worried about is it comes with gas heat. But I figure for five seventy five a month, gas heat, uh, that's doable. Yeah. And you won't actually need it that much. Well, you might because you're always cold. <laughs> but most people wouldn't probably need it that much, probably just a few months of the year. Yeah. Um, it'd be about October through March, probably. And maybe not even October, closer to November through March. Yeah. I was going to say, we don't turn ours on until like November. Yeah. Um, but they got down. I know in February it snowed about six to eight inches. Mm-hmm. And they got down into the teens Mm -hmm. a lot, and they were close to the 20s for multiple weeks in a row this year. This year year was was not a normal year, though. This year was exceptionally cold in February. It really was, even in Florida when I came to visit. So, (laughs) yes, yes, Um, because we got down to the 20s one night. So when it gets to the 20s in Florida, you know nothing's normal. So hopefully the the gas won't won't be too bad. I hope you get that house. Me too. It's in a decent-ish area and close mostly, so we're just hoping, and I just really want to have my peace of mind settled on having a place to live. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I can't wait to find out what happens with that. How are you doing tonight, Katie? Are you surviving the tropical storm? I am. Yeah, we've been dealing with tropical storm Anna since Thursday. Really, really slow mover, and it kind of developed right off the coast of South Carolina. So lots and lots of rain, Um, some gusty wind, but nothing damaging or serious. I mean, I've been here even for a Category 1 hurricane, and and those are, you know, light winds too. So (laughs) uh, I know that sounds funny to probably most people, but... It's it's not really anything but kind of a pain in the butt that you have to deal with. But I'm surviving. Yeah. 
could be worse. It could be Tropical Storm Elsa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything exactly. could be frozen over. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so, but you're you're staying dry. And staying dry, just having to towel off the dogs every time they want to go outside. <laughs> yeah. And um, as we'll talk about a little later, I can mark off my list running a race in a tropical storm. Oh, wow. Um, and you're probably counting the days left until vacation as well? Oh, yes. I am very, very ready. I've, I think I've had on the board now for almost three weeks like the the timeline for the last few units that we have to cover and finals week so I am more than ready well it'll be here before you know it hopefully yay Yay. yes right (laughs) um well things have been um pretty good here it's well it's mother's day today so I've been happy mother's day thank you I've been treated like a queen all weekend I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Jeff took me out shopping yesterday to the running store. Actually, I was already planning on going there to pick up some gels. And while we were there, he was suggesting that I get new socks. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't really need like fancy expensive running socks because I just wear like, you know, generic athletic ones. And he's like, no, these are really great. Look at them. They're cool. They were like Balegas. So he was trying to tell me to get either the Balegas or the Features and I'm like well I don't know if I want to spend that much on socks and he's like no I'll get it for you and then he's like what else do you want it's Mother's Day and I'm like well there's some (laughs) shoes over here (laughs) so uh so I ended up coming away with a new pair of Nike Freeze as well which are awesome they're fly knits so they're like super duper comfortable um, I know I just got a new pair of shoes like last month, but I've been like really wanting a new pair of freeze as well. So, um, so it's good to have something to, to swap out with the other shoes and, uh, got a bunch of gels and a tri- triathlon sticker for my car that I haven't put on yet, but I really, really want to, but I'm like, no, nah, I gotta wait till the race. <laughs> But that was that was fun, and um, today was a beautiful day. You know, I had a race today, which I'll talk about later. But it, I mean, it was just sunny and hot. It got up to like 85 this afternoon, and I we went swimming this afternoon, which the water isn't quite warm enough for like the kids to go in with their swimsuits. Uh, so they splashed around a little bit, and I just kind of laid out in the sun. I think that combined with my race this morning, I am a nice crispy red right now. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yay, so. it's not me this week. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the sun has finally reached us here in New England. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm I'm pretty happy. Great weekend. I have the day off tomorrow to edit the show and then uh four day work week, which is uh you know, more than I care to work, but it could be worse, so I'm not gonna complain. Um uh, so that was that was my weekend. And I am ready to move along to the training because, oh my gosh, do we have a lot to talk about this week. Are you girls ready to talk about your running? Yes. Absolutely. All right. So, Megan, last we talked, you were hoping to get two runs in this week. How did that go? I got them. I got two runs in. (laughs) Awesome. High five. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited to be able to talk about running. All right, so let's hear it. How'd it go? Um, After the show last week was my first run, and I went out with Luna and did about, I think it was like just over a mile, 1.18 miles or something. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice 
to just to be out there running and Luna liked it. She yeah. came back so tired and just laid on the floor. Aww. I, it's, that's why I know she's good because she's always got so much energy and I feel bad because we live in an apartment. So anytime I get her tired, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. So is one mile still like her limit for running? No. I could take her longer, but it was hot out and yeah. I was just trying to not push myself too much. Yeah. The only thing is I'll have to check with water. I'll have to find some way to give her water if I continue going when it's at night still warm mm. because I know she comes back really, really thirsty. Yeah, I wonder what you could do. I mean, you could carry a bottle with you, but how do you feed it to her? <laughs> exactly. Um, somebody got me somewhere like a collapsible uh, like dog bowl. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's made for like going outside and camping and stuff. So you can pour it out or, like, open it up and pour water in it and they can drink and you can just dump it up and it folds back. Mm-hmm. So I might have to look into that, but then the issue is still carrying water and stuff. Yeah. So um, there's a park near me for now that has water and I can just take her with me for any of the longer runs. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and that was nice. My legs are starting out really tight at the first mile but they're always like that and I haven't been using the stick like I know I should Mm -hmm. so that's part of my thing is like oh my legs are so tight oh yeah I should have rolled them out but I forgot uh and then um I ran just over a mile again yesterday morning and my I ran it in 947 nice really amazed by I was like this feels really tough but I'm just gonna keep going Okay. And then when I finished, it was only 9.47. I was like, wow, no wonder that was not as easy as I thought it should be. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, that's been my worry. After taking so much off running, I was worried, well, is my fitness still going to be there? Is it going to be really tough again? And I've been able to do a mile comfortably, not having to stop and walk or anything. Good. So that makes me feel really good. And Luna's a good motivator because she gets distracted by stuff and I'll pull me along. Oh, that's like She'll get distracted by a squirrel on the, like, up ahead and go run to it. And she'll do that. So we end up sprinting a little bit. (laughs) It's like um, built-in speed work. Yes, it is. Because she'll be like, ooh, squirrel, and try to run to it. And then I'm like, oh. Or there'll be a person up ahead and she wants to go say hey. So we run to the person. I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. And so how are you feeling now? Good. I can't even tell I ran, which means I need to run more. (laughs) (laughs) Because it doesn't feel like I did anything, which is good. Yeah, good that it's not too much for you right now. But at the same time, like, once you start running more, you'll you'll definitely feel it. Um, What's your plan for this week? This week, I actually start officially my base building. Okay. Which I was looking at and going, okay, this is a lot of miles for base building, but okay. What's the mileage for the first week? Only eight. Okay. Which isn't that bad. No, it's 10 for the first week, but we get up to like 15 miles just for base building. Yeah. With hills built in. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. And that's um, the first week of my half marathon plan starts me at 16 and a quarter. Nice. So if I follow the plan, then it works. Because I'll do like 
eight and then 10 and then 11, 13. So what is this plan that you're using? I found it online. Literally, I Googled um, half marathon base building. Okay. And it comes from a running club in Charlottesville somewhere. Okay. Can you um, paste the link like in the um, show notes mm -hmm. so that I can include it on our training plans page? Yes, I right. can because cool. it was good. Um, the dates are off for it because it's from a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, the weeks match up and it's got them set for if you're doing a half marathon in I think August, September, October. Uh huh. So you can start base building and it'll plan it out for you. Cool. That's yeah. good that you'll have that, um, you know, that endurance base before you actually begin your training. Yes. And that's what I wanted to make sure I did after taking running off. I'm really trying to do it the right way this time. Good. Yeah. I think you'll, you'll be really happy with what it will do for your fitness. And I would be really, I mean, I'd be interested to see <laughs> just because of what your starting point is. Like your, your speed's pretty decent considering you haven't been running um and endurance wise you've always been pretty good at being able to do the distance without having necessarily done all the training so i think if you did add that all that in <laughs> like what what could you do that would be really cool yes that's what i'm really trying to just see what i can do and having the time over the summer to really get most of the training in mm -hmm. because the half is the second week of September and school won't start until the last week in August, like August 24th. Mm -hmm. So that's really just two weeks where I'm in And that school. would be taper anyway, right? Just about. I think there's one long run, like the first week of school. Yeah. And that's not, I could do that because it's not as exhausting the first week because yeah. it doesn't add on. Well, that's awesome. Yes, and North Carolina is blessedly much cooler at night than Florida because when I, I made the mistake yesterday when I went to run at 9.30 thinking, oh, it's still kind of early. No, it was still mid-80s, high 80s at 9.30 in the morning yesterday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was 70 during my race today, and I was dying. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how you do it, but I'm, you're probably heat-adapted, right? So yes, yes, because it's hot. It's been hot since the beginning of March. Right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm really glad to hear about your training plan that you got your runs in this week. And um, hopefully you will do the same for this coming week as well. Yes. And uh, that was the other thing I was going to talk about. The base building only has it set to run three days a week, mm -hmm. like uh, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. But what I did, because I plan to follow Hal Higdon's, where we run like four to five days a week, is I took the same amount of miles and split them up over the week so that I get used to running four days a week that or is, five days a week. That is a really good idea if you stick to that consistency, because um, what they say online is that consistency trumps mileage. So if you get more shorter runs in than just a just a couple medium or longer runs then it will do more for you adaptation wise my only concern would be like if you start skipping runs you're not going to get the same mileage in had you just stuck to the three days you know what I mean yeah and that's why this week I've got runs 
during the week, the longest run is two miles. Yeah. And then on Saturday, the long run is five miles. So that way it's not, um, during the week, it's not time intensive. Yeah. So I should be able to do it. And the longest run is on Tuesday. So that's the beginning of the week where I don't have much going on on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other days it's one mile until the weekend. Oh, well, that sounds Sunday. manageable. Yes. And I'm trying to actually think about my running and my life and everything and yeah. be what works for me instead of sticking to a plan and just being like, I'm going to follow it. Right. And trying to be more like, well, what works for me and my life right now? That's cool. Um, I can't wait to hear how it goes. So the plan that you're following right now is the um, base building plan, and then your actual training plan is going to be a Hal Higdon plan? Yes. All right. Is it going to be the novice too, or is it a different one? I think it'll be intermediate because that has speed work. And the base building starts me off with hills. Yep. About three weeks in, and I actually put the hills day on the same day as speed work will be for Hal Higdon. Yeah. So that way, um, you're keeping that same day each week, like as your hard workout. Yes. And so that's, um, my goal is to do the intermediate because it does have the speed work and, um, trying to get used to the hills and everything because I know the half I run in September will be flat because it's on the beach, Mm -hmm. but there's a half at the end of October I'm thinking about running that is really hilly. Nice. So we'll just see what it looks like. And once I move, I'm going to start 5Ks, but not until then. So. Right. And it, I mean, you know, you don't want to do 5Ks in the in the summer in Florida, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you did that watermelon series. Yes. And unfortunately, the I was trying to see if I could do the one, the first one for this year before I move. No, the first one is the day, the one weekend I'm out of town before I move for the uh, wedding. I was like, are you kidding me? How does my work, luck work like that? But, oh, wow. oh well. All right. Well, I think anyway, all of this half marathon training will certainly get you in good shape for when you are doing 5Ks again in the fall. Yes. And I will get sub 30 this year. All right. I am looking forward to seeing that, hearing about it. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, great week of running, Megan. Good plans for the future. All right, Katie, you have, what, one week left until the next half? Is that right? Actually, less than because it's on Saturday. All right. So what were you doing this past week for your training? This past week, I did four runs, including the race on Saturday. Um, As Megan and I both talked about, we wanted to get out and do a little bit of mileage after recording the show last week. So that was my first training run, and it was short, um, just shy of a mile and a half. I just did a quick loop through the neighborhood because I wanted to try to, you know, get it done before it started getting dark. So I went out there, got it done. Um felt good nothing too fast just slow and steady my mantra slow and steady wins the race yeah (laughs) which clearly it doesn't win the race but I'm out there getting it done um so like I said that was about a mile and a half and I ran that at about a 12.53 pace then on Monday or Tuesday I'm sorry I'm looking at my daily mile here trying to figure it out it was Tuesday 
I went to a different place, somewhere I ran last week, but this is only my second time running that trail, Lake Busby. So it's on that compacted gravel dust that we talked about Mm -hmm. last week. So I I think it feels good because it gives me a little bit of different terrain than I'm usually on, just to switch it up a little bit. And I did an interval run on Tuesday, and I really focused on my form, feeling exactly how my foot's hitting the ground, really thinking about where my arms are and how high they are because I realized I tend to hold my hands up a little bit higher than most people. And when I'm consciously telling myself to keep them down lower, I've been running a lot faster. Huh. So, yeah, right? Totally weird. But, hey, if it works. I keep, yeah, I keep mine up high, actually. That's interesting. Yeah, and like I said, I noticed that I really had been as well, but when I made myself think, no, keep them down a little bit lower, my pace actually really picked up. So I did a 5K around Lake Busby, and I ran that at 12.07 for the pace, and that was interval, so that's average pace. Um, And then on Thursday, they had early packet pickup for the race on Saturday, Um, which is not common for 5K races around here, but they were also using it as a fundraiser since it was for the Girls on the Run organization here. Mm -hmm. They uh, had the pack up pickup at one of the Chick-fil-A's. And for every meal bought or, you know, dollar spent at Chick-fil-A, they would donate a certain percentage of all the proceeds to the Girls on the Run Foundation. So they were having their packet pick up there to try to encourage more people to buy food at Chick-fil-A that night, which I thought was really nice. Our, our Chick-fil-A's do seem to do a lot with um, fundraising and organizations around the area. So that was good. And after I picked up my packet and the other teacher that was going to run this race with me, I picked up her packet as well. I went down to the Market Common where the race was going to be because after reading the website, the way they described the course sounded a lot like the 5K loop that I run around the Market Common. So I thought, oh, that'll be easy. I'll just get down there and get a get a quick feel for everything. And I did another 5K on Thursday night, this time it was about a 12:20 average pace, and I timed it just between like the first few rain bands of the tropical storm. And <laughs> Thursday it wasn't even a tropical storm; it was just the tropical depression or whatever they're called beforehand. So I timed it between the bands of rain, which worked out really well for me. So I got that done on Thursday, and then my final run of the week was, of course, the race on. Saturday, which we'll get into for the weekly topic, but that was another 5K. I wanted to originally do more miles after the race. I know we had talked about back and forth last week, should I do them before, should I do it after, but the weather was so horrendous, that did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) So I was was feeling pretty good with uh, my overall week as far as the runs went, and then I've got runs planned for this week prior to the race of the half marathon on Saturday. So, um, so this is your taper week, right? It is. Yeah. I just plan on doing two runs during the work week before I get to Saturday. Um, probably a three or four mile run on 
Tuesday and then just a short little two mile run on Wednesday. And that way that'll give me two days of complete rest Thursday and Friday before I get to get up really early and drive up to North Carolina for the race Saturday morning. I got to say, Katie, I'm really impressed with your consistency of, of running this spring. You know, I am too. I don't know where it came from, but I'm really glad that it's happening. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. And hopefully we'll see that it's going to affect your race times positively. Yes. So, um, we'll have to stay tuned for the race recap to find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. This... Um, this week, this past week for me was, um, kind of a busy week. Uh, I was still sticking to running just every other day. So Monday I went out and I did, um, three miles easy. And Tuesday was a swim day since I wasn't running. So Bree and I went to the pool and did a thousand yards. And then Wednesday I was planning on doing probably three, maybe four miles, Um, and when I went out to run that morning, I just was not, I did, did, didn't feel like running, which, you know, kind of sounds shocking, but because I always want to run, um, I always want to get the miles in, but I just didn't actually want to do the work that day. (laughs) So, but I made myself go and, um, probably about a mile or two miles into my run, I decided that I was just going to make it the, um, the loop, the five mile loop that goes around because while I was running, I realized that it was Wednesday and it was exactly 10 days out from not today's 5k, but next weekend's 5k, which means it's perfectly spaced for my last hard workout before that 5k. So I'm like, you know, if I go a little longer today, even though I don't really want to, it'll help me in the future. So I'm going to put the work in now. So um, I ended up doing the five miles. The first four were, went pretty well. Felt great. Kept it nice and easy. My The miles are flying by. Speed was good. Um, that last mile, um, jumping from four to five for some reason, my body had a hard time with it. Last mile was a little bit of a struggle, but I still, I kept it up and it was hilly. You know, it's the Strawberry Festival road race loop and it, the last mile's pretty tough. So, um, but I got it done and uh, it was like mile four. My friend Michelle came driving by on her way to work, the one that I run with sometimes. And she's like, hey, how you doing? I did three miles this morning. And so we kind of bonded for a second and then um, she went to work and I still had to run that last mile. Um, Thursday I had a swim, so, oh no, Thursday actually, I wasn't going to do anything, um, because I couldn't run, and my next swim wasn't going to be till Friday, but I ended up, um, because it was really hot that day, I ended up getting my wetsuit and going down to the pond near my house to try out my wetsuit and to try some open water swimming for the first time, which I neglected to mention in the training talk coming up, um, the triathlon training talk coming up later this podcast. I forgot to mention that I tried an open water swim. Um, it didn't go great, (laughs) but I really liked it. Like it was fun to be out in the pond, a little scared to be out there by yourself. So I'm going to try to always make sure I have someone to go with me. Um, and I felt like really restricted in the wetsuit. Um, and I think that's maybe because I didn't quite have it on right. Um, but I really liked, I liked it. I only did like 250 yards, 
Friday, I went to the pool with Bree, and then afterward, I still wanted to get in a run, so I did two miles after that, which was um, sluggish. Uh, it's hard to have the energy for running after, you know, swimming a thousand yards, but, um, but I, but I did it and got it done. And then Saturday was a rest day, which was, um, you know, us going out shopping all day. And then today was the 5k race, which I will get to in just a minute or two. Um, but then this afternoon we took the kids out swimming and the water was freezing um, it's still too cold for just normal bathing suits. Fine with a wetsuit. Temperature is great with a wetsuit, but not with normal bathing suits. So, um, I laid in the sun. We came home. Well, we got ice cream. We came home. And then somebody posted on Facebook about, does anybody want to do an open water swim at the pond? And I was like, you know what? I do. <laughs> so I grabbed my wetsuit, went down to the pond again, and I did, I want to say like a thousand between 1,000 and 1,200 yards with one of the triathletes, Diane, and it was amazing. It was a revelation. I love swimming. It's so easy, like, compared to running and, like, how hard running is on your body when you're swimming and you're just, like, flowing through the water. It's, like, magic. It was so great. And, and the wetsuit, the buoyancy of the wetsuit made it so that I, like, barely had to kick at all like I just used my arms because and it was great because I mean my legs were tired from the race anyways so I just used my arms and I loved it I loved every minute of it and I can't wait till it's warm enough that I can do it again so I just wanted to add that in since I didn't get to um talk about that in the triathlon training but um but that was my week I got in 13 a little over 13 miles this week um, my plan for next week is um, a couple of swims. Hopefully I'll have time for another open water swim because I really like that. Um, and then runs, I plan on running tomorrow morning. So this will be actually my first back-to-back -back run days since my piriformis has been uh, a million times better this week. I'm going to try um, running tomorrow. And then again on Wednesday and... Um, this weekend, there's another 5K that I will probably do called the Spirit of Recovery 5K. Um, just because, well, I wasn't completely satisfied with today's 5K performance, so uh, so I want to try and, and do better. So, uh, so that'll be Sunday, the next 5K, and then hopefully get some strength training in this week, too. So that is the plan for this coming week. Are you ladies ready to move along to our weekly topic, which are our 5K race recaps? Yes. Yeah. All right. So um, I was just talking about my training. I will get into my race recap because I kind of just want to get it out of the way. Um, it was the Moms on the Run 5K which was um, the first 5K that I've ever done and a huge PR for me the second year that I ran it. And then last year I couldn't run it because of my marathon, but it was still like like super special. Like I wanted to run it, but I just you can't run a marathon and a 5K at the same time. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> so I was looking forward to this one, especially after last week's 5K race. Um, Bree and Amy were also planning on running it. Bree and I rode in together, and we did a short, really easy warm-up mile, and um, ran into Amy, who was also doing her warm-up, so we just all kind of finished our 
warm up together, which was really nice. And then um, got ready for the race. I decided to use energy gels again because I thought they worked out so well for me last week. Um, tried a couple different gels, which I'll probably talk about more later. But one thing about today is that it was kind of warm. It was already probably close to 70 degrees at the start of the race, which to you girls probably sounds like a nice cool running day. But for me, I was like, oh... It was a good 15 degrees warmer than last week's race. So that just tells you like, and it was sunny and humid. <laughs> so that's what I was facing weather-wise. No rain, fortunately. Um, Bree and I decided that we were going to start out together, but I already kind of told her because she's been recovering from injury and she hasn't been running hard at all. So I said, well, you know, I really kind of want to race this one. You know, if you want to try and run together, we can do that. But I, I really want to try and stick to like around 10 minute miles. And she was like, that's cool. You run your pace. I'll run mine. That's fine. Um, she's like, I just want to run. I just want to have fun. And she's, that's just the way that she is. So I was like, okay, cool. And we start the race and we cross the starting mat, I think about the same time. But I realize I'm pulling away pretty quickly and she's hanging behind, and so I turn around and look at her, and she just waves, like, goodbye. <laughs> so I take off and um, try to settle into a comfortable pace. I start out pretty fast, around nine-minute miles, and so I'm trying to find the race pace that I want to have, which um, preferably would be close to 10-minute miles. Um, first part of the race is probably first half mile, three-quarters of a mile is downhill, so it's really nice, fun start to the race. But the heat was getting to me right away and so after that first downhill section I was really having trouble keeping my pace close to 10 minutes it was more around the 10 20 10 30 range so I get going and about a mile and a half into the race we start going up this like uphill section and I look over and Bree is coming up behind beside me and I look at her and I'm like what I'm like how how did you do that like what, what just happened? Um, she caught up to me and she's like, I worked really hard to catch up to you. And I was like, okay, I didn't know you were going to do that. Like I, I felt bad. Like I didn't know how hard she ran to catch up to me or if maybe it was just me slowing down quite a bit. Um, but anyway, she was like, I'm just going to try to stay at your pace. You run your race and I'm going to try to stay with you. And I'm like, okay. So um, I kept going and um, Bree stuck with me and the last mile was pretty tough. Um, it was getting warmer, and the course was not getting much easier. Bree, I felt like, was pushing the pace at times. Um, not a lot, but like there were, you know, a few steps ahead or whatever. And so I was like, well, I have to keep up with her. Like, I can't have her beat me now. Because, you know, that's my competitive spirit, I guess. But, um, so I was like trying to keep up with her and she was trying to stay with me and um at the final section there's a there's a huge downhill in the last mile and um so that's where we we really picked it up a bit and then coming into the probably last I don't know quarter mile of the race um is a long flat section and you know that last part of the race always seems like it takes forever well we're still maintaining that 
fast pace we picked up going downhill um but it's much harder at this point and we're already like winded and um at one point as we're coming into like the final stretch like she's like basically telling me go for it like go sprint ahead and i'm just like i can't like i I can't i don't know if i can make it i'm just basically wanting to stay with her but uh, eventually we get close to the finish and um i ended up finishing maybe like 10 seconds ahead of her or something but I, I really felt like she was holding back, like she didn't want to push it, you know, like she just wanted me to f- to finish ahead or whatever. But um, so that was the that was the finish. And it's funny because after later on as well, you'll hear when we get to our triathlon training, um, Bree was basically saying like she was pushing the pace because she didn't want me to feel like I had to slow down to stay with her. So she, <laughs> she wasn't trying to like. I don't know, I guess we were both kind of looking out for each other, which is cool. I guess I was probably more looking out for myself, but um, she didn't want me to feel like I had to um, hang back for her, so she was just trying to, to push and to push me, and it was a really interesting dynamic where we were both pushing each other at the end of the race and running strong, and I was just super impressed with her, with you know her coming back from her injury and being able to bust out that 5k like that and have such a strong race um I was just super impressed um my final time was I was hoping to be faster than last week's race which was 31.59 um I was I want to say 19 seconds slower so it wasn't um it wasn't too far off I got 32.18 Brie came in somehow at 32.17 even though she finished behind me (laughs) I don't know how that (laughs) happened but interesting (laughs) yeah um but it it was great I mean it was a hot day I ran hard and trained hard all week so I'm not super disappointed even though I did want to do better they can't all be PRs so um so it was a great race we had fun it was really cool to run with Brie and to see like how closely paced we are and how like closely matched fitness wise we are so that was great and Amy um finished in like 24 minutes she was like way ahead of us (laughs) so she's speedy um but that was a great it was a great race I had a blast I can't wait to do it again next year hopefully it'll be a little cooler um yeah, that was my 5K. Onwards and upwards, right? That's right. And a good way to start off Mother's Day. Yeah, it was really cool. And that was the moms on the run. So everybody was there in support of moms. It was mostly women running and um, lots of women with children or pushing strollers. Me and Bree, however, were not with our children at the time. We were enjoying motherhood together, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was good. So that was my race. Katie, how did your 5K go? Uh, mine was the girls on the run 5K. Oh, how appropriate. Yeah, just a, just a notch down. <laughs> uh, girls on Saturday, moms on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I mentioned in the weekly training, they had packet pickup early, which I thought was really nice because that way it was just one less thing to do on race morning and, you know, you could just kind of get there and get ready to run. So um, the teacher across the hall from me, she actually teaches German and she was the one who brought this race to my attention. She had just done her first 5K in March. She ran the Divas 5K. 
Nice. And she was wanting to do another one and knew that I ran and, and so had asked me and approached me about doing this one with her. And I was like, sure, yeah, we'll do it. So we planned on meeting in the parking lot close to the start line. About 8.45, race start is at 9. And, of course, we'd been watching the weather all week, knowing kind of what was going on. And I just accepted the fact that I was going to get wet on Saturday morning because when I woke up, I could hear the rain and the wind just pounding on the roof. So I was like, great, here we go. Um, but it was hot. I mean, when I first woke up at about six thirty, seven o'clock, it was already 70 degrees. Oh, wow. And so oh. I thought I'm going to just wear like a, a singlet and my running skirt and my rain jacket. So that way, you know, I can try to stay cool. Andra, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, so as I'm driving to the parking lot where we're meeting, it's really hit or miss. I mean, that's the way these kind of things are. It's the different bands just moving ashore. So for five minutes, you would have torrential downpour. And then the next five minutes, you would have bright blue sky with sunshine. And then right back to the torrential downpour. So I knew it was just going to be whatever happened happened at start time there would be really no way to <laughs> try to stay dry or be wet the entire time so you're having to make adjustments and as i pull in i, sh- I see so her name's sarah sarah and her husband and their two little girls walking through the parking lot so i pull in she comes over to me and as soon as i open the door it was another torrential downpour oh no so she tells her husband and and her two little girls like just go get in the car go to go to barnes and noble while we run don't stand out here in the rain and we start to walk over to the start line and This is at an area of the beach called Market Common. It's the old former military base, which they've now converted to, like, shops with the condos and apartments above. And then they've got really nice restaurants and a Barnes & Noble and a movie theater. They're really trying to do that in a lot of downtown areas anymore, Um, convert old unused spaces to kind of this mix of... Uh, business and commercial and residential all in one which makes it really nice and they have this Valor Park area with a big lake and it's got the running path around it and as I also mentioned earlier I thought that the path would be the normal 5k kind of course that I normally take Um, so we get over there and the start line is on the bridge And as we're walking up through this torrential downpour, they're like all lined up at the start line and the lady is talking to the crowd and we're like, well, what time is it? And we look down and it's only 8.50, so we should have 10 minutes to start time because Sarah's saying she needs to go pee before we start running. And I was like, oh yeah, well, it's the park, they'll have the bathrooms right there. And I kid you not, we walk up and the lady's like, okay, so when I say go, that's when you'll run. Is everybody ready? Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, well, good thing we walked over here early. And Sarah's like, oh, man, well, I guess I'm not going to get to pee. So we just kind of filed in line. And no sooner did we join the pack did they say, on your mark, get set, go. (laughs) 
So we take off, and I had noticed that the bibs didn't have chips. So I knew this wasn't going to be a chip time race. It was just going to be, you know, regular gun timed. There wasn't any kind of start mat that you crossed over. It was just they pressed go, and when we crossed the finish line, they wrote it down on a clipboard somewhere, and that was it. I can't even find it online. If you go to the website, it says you can check your results under the 5K results tab. No such thing exists on the website. So I'm not sure if maybe that'll be something put up over the next few days or what, but it was not chip time. So as soon as we go, I start my Nike running app. And I had already told Sarah, you know, go ahead because she was faster than me according to her first 5K finishing time. And she had said that she wanted to try to run ahead anyway so that she could try to find a bathroom. (laughs) Because she goes, I might have to stop. I'm I'm just going to run. I said, that's fine. You run your race, I'll run mine. And that first mile, I'd say maybe a minute or two into the run, the sky clears. And the sun is beating down on us. And it's getting really warm in my rain jacket. And I had at least thought ahead to put my bib on the front of my running skirt. So that that way, if I wanted to take my rain jacket off in the middle of the run, I could. It wouldn't, you know, mess up my my bib or the visibility of my number. But I'm listening to the pace in my ear. And I'm feeling really good. And it's really fast. It's, you know, going anywhere from... 10 30 to 11 15 and i'm like heck yeah so i'm I'm just gonna tough it out i'm just gonna be hot in my rain jacket no big deal and so i make it past the one mile mark and the sky is still blue and it's getting hotter but i'm still trying to tough it out because i'm i'm thinking to myself man this i'm doing awesome i might actually get close to 35 minutes which was sue's goal i really want to make sue's goal <laughs> uh, but about that time then we veer off the course that i was expecting onto like grass and sand and dirt and i'm like what are we doing why are we running on this of course the ground is soaked so there's massive puddles everywhere And we all know how graceful I can be. So I slow down because the last thing I want to do is fall and like break my ankle in the middle of this race. Yeah. So I slow down when we get to the grass stretch and they just have it kind of marked by cones. Um, And with this being the girls on the run 5k, it's kind of, you know, the culmination of all the training for the local elementary and middle school running groups that they had put together. So it's mostly young girls and their parents that are participating. So a lot of them are doing like walk run um, plans in order to finish this 5k. So you're dodging, you're weaving in and out of this and it gets to a turn there in the grass and I can see the front of the pack. Who's at the front of the pack, but freaking Sarah, she was up there at the very front. And I was like, well, good for her, but (laughs) Darn it. Good for her. (laughs) (laughs) So we finally get back to paved part. And at this point, I am just so hot. And I know that now it's paved. I can kick my my pace back up. So I slow down for just a minute, unzip the jacket, tie it around my waist, and take off. So my second mile wasn't as as fast as my first mile because my first mile ended up being 11-12. 
So nice. I was like, yes, awesome. My second one ended up being 1236. Um, but still, I was happy with that considering, you know, I really had to slow down on the grass portion and then to tie the jacket and take back off. And we get back to kind of the loop around the pond at about, eh, I'd say, two and a half miles, roughly. And I can see the finish line, and I think to myself, I might actually be able to finish the race without getting caught in a downpour. No sooner did that thought enter my mind than I started to feel raindrops. And I thought, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So I took the jacket off from around my waist, put it back on, and I zip it up as I'm running. And again, dodging and weaving through the little girls. I will say if this was, you know, a training, these girls to run 5k races or participate in a race, the one thing I would say that they need to do a better job of, and this probably makes me sound like the grumpy old lady, but if you participate in races, it's something you need to know. If you're going to walk, get over. (laughs) I I can see you now, Katie, just zipping along, knocking these little girls on your way. I know that makes me sound awful, but I think it's a good thing to understand race etiquette, Mm -hmm. right? I don't think that's awful. So if you're on a path and you are going to dead stop your run and walk, just move over to the right a little bit. That's a nice thing to do for people behind you. So um, I'm dodging and, and I throw the rain jacket back on and I see the finish line so I start sprinting and Sarah and her husband and the two little girls are standing there by the finish line they're like yay so I finish and like I said it was not chip time they just had the big clock Mm -hmm. up there so as I cross it I can see that it says 35 something Um, but I didn't get exactly what that clock said so I pressed stop on my Nike running app and I ended up finishing the girls on the run 5k in 35 minutes and 14 seconds oh my gosh according to my Nike running app so I was very close to your goal Sue Katie you ran that 5k faster than I ran my 5k last month well this is the fastest 5k I've had in like a year and a half (laughs) this is awesome (laughs) I was feeling really good about myself when I crossed that finish line because I felt good. You know, Sarah started talking and she came in fourth, by the way. Can we just her second 5K awesome. ever and she finished fourth. I was like, in her age group or overall? Overall. Wow. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Did you win this race? And she goes, no, there were two little boys that came in first and second that I never even saw. If she's first, if she's first woman, she won for the women. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. She, but she came in fourth overall. Um, and she finished in like 29 and change. I think she told me. Um, so it was a small race. Of course, they had a goal of 150 participants. I don't think they quite met that. Hmm. So it was a smaller race. Um, but a good, a good race overall, even though it was in the tropical storm, (laughs) I still ended up being really happy with my pace and my finish time and the way that I felt because, you know, the legs felt good. The breathing felt good. Yeah. The only thing that was uncomfortable was the hot yeah. mugginess of being in the rain jacket and then taking it off and putting it back on and dealing with the rain and the wind, but really, really happy with the way that it turned out. Oh, that is so great, Katie. I'm so happy for you. 
Thanks. I'm really looking forward now to, of course, my half marathon this weekend, but then there's a couple other 5Ks that I'd like to do over the the upcoming weeks um, nice. just to kind of push it a little further, see yeah. where I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got that going on, Sue, so I know you can relate. With any luck, we'll all be going sub-30 by the end of the year. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, because my fastest ever 5K was in Gasparilla, the Tampa Gasparilla 5K. And it was 33.16. That's the fastest I've ever run one. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm not horribly far from that now. No, 35.14 no. was this one. So, fingers crossed. I'm getting there. Yeah. Keep up that consistency. I think you're going to be fine. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, what a great week for running, huh? Right. I, I agree. We all had a good week. Yeah. Awesome. Even well, Luna. Even Luna. <laughs> all right. Are you ladies ready to move along to our next segment, which I believe is triathlon training? Yes. All right. Hello, this is Sue and Bree. Hello. And this is our triathlon training segment. And today is Sunday, Mother's Day. And Bree and I just finished the Moms on the Run 5K. Yes, we did. Yes. And uh, what did you think of that race, Bree? It was a great race. I'm, I'm always excited about everything, so. Yeah. But um, it was it was lots of fun. It was challenging. and it, you challenging know, yes <laughs> it's the the first really nice day we've had this spring in new england and by really nice you mean hot <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> um it's it was probably i don't know like se- around 70 at the start probably yeah um yeah it definitely i was feeling the warmth today more so than at last weekend's race so um so yeah, when we, we started the race day, I'll get into my recap, obviously. Um, actually, the listeners probably already heard it by this point. Um, so everybody knows that uh, I started out ahead of you, and then you shocked me by catching up to me during the second mile. So I was just like, what the hell? You're a badass. <laughs> so what were you thinking? Well, I, you know, I said, you know, you told me earlier that, you know, you wanted to do your best and that we were not necessarily going to run together. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I just want to get out on Mother's Day and have a nice run. And, um... Uh, for, okay, to be fair, I did not say we're not going to run together. No, I said, I hope you know I plan on racing it. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, you know... Yeah, then, yeah. I wasn't know. doing it for fun. No, okay. No, right. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I know, I know you were... No, I said that came out wrong, and I, I do that. Like, I don't want to run with you, Brie. No. <laughs> no, okay. But, you know, Sue was running her race, and, um, you know, I, I tend to start off slow, and I just... And then I saw somebody that I thought looked like you, who had, like, the same, like, bright yellow tank top that you are wearing today, and I was like, oh, there's Sue, I'll catch up to you. Catch up to her. You. And then it wasn't you. <laughs> and then I was like, how did I think that was Sue? She's like... <laughs> She had like the same like, you know, blondish hair, but she was a lot older. Oh. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, well it's not Sue. And then I saw you, and I was like, oh, I'll catch up to Sue. <laughs> and I caught up to you. Oh, and at that point of the race, I was already working pretty hard, so I was like, oh my gosh, like, how hard did she have to run to catch up to me? And of course, this is me thinking I'm way ahead of you, but I probably was not maybe more than a, a, 
a quarter of a mile. A quarter of a mile or something. Yeah. You know, probably not that far. No, not too um, much. And I probably just went out too fast and you were better conservatively p paced, so probably was less effort than not. Yeah, but, it wasn't too bad. But it was really fun running um, the second half of the race with you. Yeah, it was great. I was like, um, you were like, oh, I'll just run at your pace. And I'm like, okay. But at that point, I was getting tired and hot and um, slowing down a little bit. And I felt like you were, like, pushing the pace on me. So I was just trying to keep up with you. Well, I wanted to make sure that you didn't slow down for my sake. You know, was, you know because I, I thought maybe, if, you know, I caught up to you. Then you'd be like, oh, Brie caught up to me. And I really wanted to run faster than this. But she caught up to me, so I should, you know, run at her pace. And I, and I didn't want to hold you back at all. So I, I really pushed it well, to keep us going. I was really impressed and like you just you hung on through the end and we were both kind of pushing each other I felt like yeah towards the end and um that was that was just awesome like finishing a race strong with you and like I was like wow she's I mean you, you, before the race you were bragging about how you have all this endurance and well clearly you proved it because you haven't been running like what like mile or two um my longest run um since my injury's been better has been about two and three quarters yeah of a mile um so this is the longest i've this is the most i've run because we did like a mile warm-up yeah this is the most that i've run in months yeah you did four total today four, four total today so we'll see how i feel tomorrow yeah but um yeah so that was great um challenging and hot but really cool at the same time to to run run hard with you like that. Yeah. That I think was fun. So. Well, it's nice, you know, nice to see how we we perform when yeah. we're challenging each other together. Yeah. So you know, it was you know, it wasn't like a, supposed to be a trial run for the triathlon, but it kind of ended up being a nice one. Yeah, yeah. It makes me excited to think like, oh, where are we going to be fitness wise next fall? You know, that yeah. would be cool. It's going to be see. great. So, how did the rest of your training go this week? This, I know you got a couple swims in. Yep, we went, Sue and I went swimming on what Tuesday and Friday. Does Tuesday, that sound about right? Yep. I don't have my notes in front of me. Right. Tuesday and Friday, and I want to say I got two runs in. I can't remember which days. Probably Monday and Thursday is my guess. Mm -hmm. And those were, you know, like a two-mile run and a mile and a half run that I just took really easy. Yeah. So I tend to overdo it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were telling me you tend to, like, as hard as we just ran almost. that race, that you, you try to go um, almost that effort when you're on your runs, which and, uh, to me is crazy. Well, I think that's how I hurt myself, yeah. or was part of the how I ended up hurting myself. Um, so I've been running at a much slower pace and a much easier pace. It's funner, too. Like, to me, like, I mean, it's fun to push hard sometimes, but, like, I tend to enjoy runs more when I go easy. Yeah, I have a lot more time to think. Like, I do yeah. my deep thoughts <laughs> when I'm running. Deep thoughts with Brie. Deep thoughts I love with to hear Brie some of those that. deep thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then, you know, I did some PT this week, too, I think. Good. Yeah. And your swimming's coming along. You're picking up the pace a little bit. Just huh? a little bit. Yeah. I feel like we're we're pretty close in pace swim-wise now. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. You, you're getting fast. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm consistent, I think. I think that's, that's a good place to be, and I'm happy with that for right now. I hope to be faster. Um, but, yeah, I think the swimming's coming along nice, nicely, and it's cool to see, like, 
how like pretty closely paced we are right now. It'll be interesting when we start biking to see, you know, how that goes. Right. But um, but yeah, I think it should be good for us to race together in the triathlon, considering our swimming and running are pretty even right now, I'd say. That's right. And we'll see how the bike, when we start doing the biking. But that'll be kind of fun for the triathlon because, you know, we pushed each other. Mm. But it wasn't, you know, competitive. It was just like, let's go. And it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that final sprint today, and you're like, go on ahead. And I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> like, like you just expected me to take off. Like, uh, I, need, I can't run hard. I need to save something. I'm still like, I don't have my kick back yet. Okay. You know, that, that part, that'll come back. But, um, but yeah, I'm still a little unsure of, like, how well I can hold out. But, but yeah, other than that, like, um, yeah, we're, we're pretty even. And uh, I'm... I'm very happy right now with where my fitness is. Um, it's coming back. I don't. I was gonna say coming back slowly, but it's not. It's coming back pretty quickly. I think it, so. It's not where I want to be yet, but it's still early. Um, and I know it's gonna get hotter, and that's gonna make things more difficult too. So, just trying to keep things in perspective. But, um, but you said you you were doing your PT this week. How is your butt feeling? My butt. Um, it's a little sore. I spent a lot of day, a lot of my time sitting yesterday. My my children all had dance recital all day long. Yeah. From like, you know, like eight thirty to ten thirty p.m. No, eight thirty a.m. to ten thirty p.m. And um, it was a really long day, and it was really cute. They were all very yeah. sweet. And um, so, so when I got home last night, I you know I I did some some ball work in preparation for today. Um, it's still bothering me. I don't really know why it's not gone um but I'm trying to do my PT at least three times a week yeah and my stretching and and my ball work my tennis ball work um and it's not a hundred percent gone yeah I but it's, it's getting better it's getting better right it's slowly getting better yeah okay good mine is um getting better too I've had a couple days this week where it kind of acted up again and like you said sitting for a long period of time that'll do it for me yeah um and also sometimes lying in bed at an awkward angle like a with my legs bent maybe like fetus po fetal position um that'll do it too but um but for the most part I'm a lot better this week so I think oh, that's so awesome I think you'll get a lot better too I'm definitely a lot better like I'm not feeling anything right now and that was a hard run so that makes me happy that's so awesome um yeah, it tends to bother me at work. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. I do you a lot stand of. stand a lot. Well, I stand a lot and then I stand on one leg a lot, which is, I know that sounds really odd. Yeah. But I'll end up standing on one leg and then I can definitely feel it if I'm standing on my left leg. But it's better, so I'm not complaining because I can run. And it seems like um, the exercise isn't aggravating it. No. I can tell. Not nearly as much, no. Good. It seems to be aggravated actually on the days that I don't exercise now that I think about it. Like if I don't do any PT yeah. or if I don't run a little bit, it ends up feeling worse at the end of my rest day. Yeah. So that's a happy sign. Yeah. Um, so you just need to exercise more. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Um, awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear you are recovering and so happy to see you out there running today and like being so awesome at it like I was just super impressed with you and like happy to um had run to have run that with you and to see how well you did yeah that um, was fun it was fun so that was great and we saw Amy too we so, did hi Amy if you're listening hi Amy um she smoked us she finished in like 25
four minutes. Is she really? <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Amy. Yeah, she's awesome. So, so uh, thanks for joining me on Triathlon Training Brie, and we'll uh, catch up with you next week. Awesome. Thanks, Sue. So, um, we are now in recommends, and my recommend this week is, um, I keep changing mine at the last minute, um, but this was something that I just decided had to be recommended um, right, pretty much right before I was getting ready to record tonight, and that is my um, 2XU wetsuit. Um, when I went on my open water swim this afternoon, and was in the water and was just magically floating. <laughs> I was so happy. It made the swim so easy. You don't have to kick so much, so you're saving a ton of energy um, by just using your arms, not worrying about whether you're going to drown while you're out in the middle of this huge pond is nice. So I love my wetsuit. I think 2XU is a pretty popular brand so if you are getting into um, triathlon training or open water swims and you're thinking about whether you want to invest in a wetsuit I highly recommend it I actually picked this one up on um, eBay and it was new um, unused it was like a store display or something um, so I got a really good price on it and I'm so happy that I invested in it because it's it's amazing I wish I could wear it to the pool just go in the pool with my wetsuit and swim laps, but that would look ridiculous, so I don't. But I love it and wanted to recommend 2XU. Now, is this a full wetsuit, too? Yes, this is a full body wetsuit. Okay. Um, right now, the water where we live is not warm enough for skin <laughs> contact right. or very much of it. Like, my hands and my feet are okay. Um, but I want to be mostly covered and it really does. That's the other thing, you know, it really does keep you warm in the water. So that's the main thing, the buoyancy and the warmth. Um, I do have, um, tri suit that I wear underneath it that is sleeveless and shorts. Um, so that, you know, after the swim portion of the race, I can take that off and then be completely comfortable if it's a warm day. So, so yeah, this is full body. Okay, yeah, because I had been reading, you know, where you'd been doing the open water swims, and I'm like, she has to be freezing. <laughs> that is so, it has to be colder up there than it is down here, and it's cold down here in yeah. the water. Yeah, like I said, the water is right now not warm enough for regular swimsuit. Yeah. Swimming. Yeah, yeah the, it's, it's so warm. In fact, I was like waiting for Diane to get to the pond today, and I was putting on my suit because I didn't know how long it would take me to get the damn thing on. That part's kind of... um tricky <laughs> but um <laughs> so while I'm wrestling with it I get it like halfway up because I didn't want to be fully enclosed in black rubber while I'm sitting in the hot blaring sun waiting for her to get there um it's warm <laughs> it is warm rubber is like insulating yeah so I like it it's it's great and I'm so glad I got one I really wish Brie would get one so Brie if you're listening I really think you ought to get one so that you can swim with me <laughs> So that is my recommend. Katie, what's your recommend this week? My recommend is also apparel this week. Mm -hmm. It is a hooded running rain jacket. I didn't link to any specific one because the one that I have, I actually got several years ago. But it's been a great investment because I've gotten a lot of use out of mine in the past month. So um, if you can find one, because usually they can be kind of pricey if you go through a direct, you know, running company. Yeah. 
Brooks, Nike, Puma, Adidas, anything like that. I got mine at the Puma outlet because I'm lucky enough that we have a lot of the outlets around here. And it was like on clearance and really ridiculously cheap. So I just bought it because I thought it was a cute rain jacket before I really even got into running. But I'm thankful that I did now because I've used it so much here recently. Um, But so many that I've seen online don't have a hood. And I think as long as the hood has enough material, because sometimes hoods can like feel like they're not long enough on me. I don't know if you girls have ever run into that problem. Like if you put them up over your hat, it feels like it's pulling up the jacket. But still you want to wear a hat when you run in the rain. But the hood over the hat just helps keep your hair a little drier and your ears a little drier. So if you can find a good hooded running rain jacket, I definitely recommend getting one. That's interesting because I have a few running jackets now and I None of them have hoods. Right. Like, I never I never see them with hoods, like, in the stores. I guess I don't understand how the hood doesn't just fall down while you're running. Do you cinch it or tie it or something? I do. Yeah, I tie it. Okay. Is it weird running with that around your head? <laughs> Not really. I mean, okay. I don't try to tie it so tight that I look like Kenny on South Park or anything. <laughs> You know, I just tie it enough so that it's not going to fly back as I'm running through. And also, this one feels like it has a good amount of material for Mm -hmm. the hood to where it's not super tight around my head in the first place. So I just tie it, you know, close enough to where it stays up and then it's, it's a really soft cord. It's like a flat cord rather than shoestring type material Mm -hmm. so it isn't irritating or bothersome under my chin there at all nice yeah awesome hooded running rain jacket megan what is your recommend i put this recommend and then i realized um for it may not apply for all our listeners because i forget that people live in different climates than i do and i put kayaking down and then i was like Oh, wait, there are probably listeners who don't live near water. So if you're a listener who doesn't live near water, I'm really sorry. And I am too, because a wetsuit probably wouldn't be helpful either. <laughs> but I uh, I forget sometimes that living in Florida is, you know, a blessing sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but kayaking, I went last weekend when I visited my friend and her parents' place on the water, and it was a really nice cross-training activity because, um, one, it was windy, and two, my arms got a lot of work. I left and was like, wow, there are muscles in my shoulders I didn't realize <laughs> I had. Like, this is nice. And if you put enough effort into it, it can kind of be a form of cardio, which is what I was trying to do. I was trying to go fast against the wind yeah. in a kayak that was not uh, working very well for me. And so, and I love kayaking. I've done it since I was a kid and it's a lot of fun for me. And I never thought about applying it to running or as a way to build muscle and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I've never been, it looks like fun though. I saw some kayakers today when I went swimming and you know, there are actually triathlons and duathlons that have a kayaking segment instead of swimming up here. So that would be an interesting way to actually tie it into racing if it was a Ooh. kayaking 
portion of a race. That's so, so cool. Yeah, yeah. I know down here we have kayaking fishing tournaments where you actually, there are special kayaks made for fishing. Yeah. And you can actually go out in the bay or um, whatever water they choose and you fish and kayak and you can win based on the fish you catch. Cool. Yeah, I was like, I'd, oh, wow. I'm terrible at catching fish, but... <laughs> so, I mean, I, I would rather probably do, like, a, a kayak race than a fishing thing, but um, but some people might be interested in that. Yes. Yeah. When we were swimming this afternoon, this this girl was putting her kayak into the water, and it was this beautiful, like blue ombre color like it was Mm. so cool looking I'm like that is so pretty and she's like thanks I found it on Craigslist and I'm like (laughs) ah I gotta look on Craigslist I mean obviously I'm not gonna find that same kayak but like maybe I'll find something reasonably priced and I don't know where the hell I'm gonna put a kayak probably on the top of my car (laughs) I mean I don't have any place to store it but I got a roof rack I could tie it up there (laughs) yeah um I was gonna say too I know Costco and Sam's Clubs yeah also sell kayaks Oh, cool. Down here, I don't know if they do everywhere, judging. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kansas, Costco is not selling kayaks. Yeah. Well, but... you know, coast, the ones on the coast, probably. Yeah. So if you're on the coast and looking for a kayak and um, can go to a big box store, I would check out one of those as an option. Hmm. Awesome. All right. Thanks for the recommend, Megan. All right, up next we have Runner Girl of the Week. All right, this week's Runner Girl of the Week is Lost Trail Runner from Georgia, who had a trail to Indian Island run, which was, I I don't know if this was a race or just a regular run, but it says 3.11 miles, so 5K. And he says, ran on the trail out to Indian Island, ran a loop on the island, and then back to my car. Aerobic points, 9.7. So I don't know what aerobic points are, but I want them. <laughs> and I want to know how I can get them. Um, but it just sounded like a nice run, like running on a trail out to an island, running around an island, and then running back. This sounds like a nice nice little weekend run so I just wanted to share that and say Lost Trail Runner you are our runner guy of the week this week and we choose our runner guys and girls from our Daily Mile feed so if you'd like to friend us on Daily Mile and possibly be a future runner girl or guy all of our Daily Mile links are on the sidebar of our website at runnergirlspodcast.com and up next we have feedback our first piece of feedback tonight comes in the form of a facebook comment that cassia left us on our facebook wall at facebook.com slash runner girls podcast and cassia says hey ladies i'm catching up after a period of not listening i know i feel awful about not listening <laughs> but i was on an audiobook jag anyway i didn't realize how much i missed y'all I'm about a third of the way into episode 58. I'll finish it on my commute home. I had to crack up at you, Sue, when Megan said she might skip some of the episodes of Friends, and you said, 
you're doing it wrong. (laughs) That just struck me as hilarious. That may have been in episode 57. Oh, well. A word of caution, though. I love you, ladies, but I'm a native Texan. So when you asked who wants to move to Texas, I had to raise an eyebrow. Don't knock it. It may be hot as hell, but it's one of the friendliest states. I'm saying prayers that Katie's able to find a teaching job that allows her to flourish as a teacher and that Megan finds a job in North Carolina. Hopefully a good one. (laughs) I'll stop rambling and wait to see if the hotline is still up and running. If so, I'll call in and report on my running. It's good to be back with you. Thank you, Cassia. We're hoping for those same things and... No harm was intended about Texas. I'm sure we were just referring to the weather. <laughs> it was. I think it was me who said that, who wants to move to Texas. In fact, I'm sure it was me. Um, and having said that, I have never met anybody from Texas that I can remember. Um, I've never been to Texas, so I have no reason to feel anything bad about it. I was just surprised when somebody mentioned moving to Texas because I just, I mean, why Texas, I guess, was what I was getting at. Um but I don't have a problem with Texas, and if it's friendly, that sounds great. I any time I meet a Southern person, um, I'm just so impressed with how nice they are and um, friendly. And up here, people are more not that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I will I will not um, say anything about the Southern states. Although sometimes I do like to pick on Florida. <laughs> <laughs> We're not a true Southern state. Okay, so you it's okay then. Yes, yes. We have too many Northerners to be a true Southern state. (laughs) All right. um, Next piece of feedback is an iTunes review from Candy Kemp 44. And Candy Kemp says, love it. So glad y'all are back. I'm so glad you girls are back. I have really missed hearing your podcast every week. So thank you, Candy, for taking the time to leave us an iTunes review. I know we mentioned on the show last week we would really like to um, encourage our listeners to leave reviews if you haven't yet. And we are running a contest um, in support of that. And it looks like we have one more iTunes review to share this week. Um, Megan, you want to take the last one? Yeah. Being all left us a review on iTunes and says, now go outside and run and listen. I started seriously running again in 2010 and I needed to find something to listen to on my longer runs. I stumbled across the Runner Girls podcast and fell in love instantly. These ladies are down to earth, realistic, and provide some great content and recommends. They've inspired me to run a sub 35k, which I have several times now. Nice. Yeah, awesome. And Sue has inspired me to consider running a full in 2016. I can't say enough about this awesome running podcast. That's really sweet. I'm really happy to hear that us talking about our runs has inspired you to go out and achieve something new with your running. So that's really great to hear. I hope you keep it up and keep us updated on future runs if you would like. We'd love to hear about it. And thanks for taking the time to leave us a review. And, you know, as I said before, we haven't had a lot of iTunes reviews lately, so in order to boost our show's visibility in iTunes, we are doing a virtual raffle for free entry into any Spartan race. Every iTunes review we receive or have received will count as one entry in the raffle, so if you've already left us an iTunes review, you're already entered. And if you haven't yet, 
now you have a little more incentive to do so. The contest will end on June 30th, 2015. Look for our link to our iTunes page in this episode's show notes at runagirlspodcast.com to leave your review. And as a little thank you from our friends at Spartan Race, everyone listening can use the code SPARTANBLOGGER to get 10% off online registration of any Spartan Race. Spartan Race is a true adventure that anyone can do and everyone should try. With course lengths of over 3 miles, 8 miles, or 12 miles, each course is filled with mud, water, and signature obstacles designed to help you discover your inner Spartan. Athletes of all fitness levels will enjoy participating in a Spartan race and the feeling of accomplishment that comes at the finish line. So, that's it for our feedback. We do have a new Runner Girls hotline number, Kasia. So, I don't know if you are up to episode 63 yet, but um, once you get here, the number is 207-200-3297. You can keep those calls coming in. And thank you for everybody who has been calling in. And also, we do have a few Runner Girls tech shirts available for sale for $20, which includes shipping in the United States. And we have a few in sizes, small and large. All right, so that's it for the show this week. Katie, do you have a quote for us? I do. My quote this week came from Pinterest. Nice. And uh, yeah, right, the, the source for go-to quotes. I'm not sure exactly what struck me about it at first. There there was a graphic, of course, with the piano on it, and, and maybe it just made me think of when I used to take piano lessons. But it says, life is like a piano. The white keys represent happiness, and the black shows sadness. But as you go through life's journey, remember that the black key also makes music. And I liked that because especially I think running, you struggle sometimes, right? Even within a run, you might feel bad at mile two, but then you feel great by mile four or over the course of the week or a training month. So everything you go through is for the good in the end. That's what I always try to tell myself. And this quote put that a lot more poetically than I can. So I, I really liked it and wanted to share that with everybody this week. Yeah, I like that. It's really beautiful. Yeah. And I um, I agree about, you know, specifically when you think about running and having those bad runs, you know, they do suck and it does make you maybe less likely to want to get out for the next run. But you know that there's always a good run around the corner. And the other thing is even the bad runs help you fitness wise like even if it feels like you're not doing anything if you were running slow and you don't feel like you're getting anything out of it you are you're building mitochondria that's a tough word and um, adaptations in your body so all of this all of these runs are doing something even if you know it feels bad or, or you or you're having a terrible run it is doing something to help your fitness so if you keep it up you'll see the results right katie Yes, absolutely. All right. Megan, you want to close us out? Sure. That's it for episode 63 of season three. Join us next time when Katie will be sharing her race recap of the Run Sunset Beach Half Marathon. If you have any comments, email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com, comment at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast, or tweet to us at runnergirlsshow on Twitter. 
Listen to us at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.